Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Welcome to China Jedi Talk, where we interview a broad selection of the human race who spawn from different cities, towns, and villages in and around China and across the world to talk about life, business, love, strife, places, faces, different races, attractions, distractions, goals, and aspirations, creating selections, affections, opportunities, and connections, and as always, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you. Can I just say that my questions just like yours are just begun? Can I just say that your questions just like mine are just begun? Cause it was breaking news. Hello listeners and welcome to China Jedi Talk episode 6. Where of course we meet, chat and get to know various people from around the world. All of which have some type of China connection, although by the sounds of the music in the background, you'd think we're probably in Spain. Whether it be actually being from China, living and working in China, doing business with China, or even having visited China as a tourist. So, our guest today... (laughs) (laughs) This guy, actually, lovely chap, is uh, he's from all the way from Kitchen and Waterloo. Kitchen in Waterloo, Kitchener or Waterloo, Kitchener yeah. yeah, which of course is in Waterloo, not in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Calgary? No, it's not no. Calgary. <laughs> I'm originally from Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, but I lived in Calgary for the past several years. There we go. I've worked it out. You, you come across with a, a kind of aggression that almost says to me you've done that a few more times before. Yeah. Oh, yeah wonderful. Um, and of course, you're none other than. I'm Luke, and I'm Canadian, obviously. Yeah, and, and your surname's interesting, it's Luke Four. Four, yeah. As in the guy with the hammer. No, Far, not <laughs> Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luke Far. Yes. Far. Yeah. F-A-W. F-A-W. F-A-W, yeah. We'd say four, wouldn't we? Yeah. For that. Four. And, and I mean, what's really amazing, this is a very spontaneous listener's podcast. Um, <laughs> again, the researchers have been telling us we need to branch out more. Uh, of course, we have Will. Um, on my uh, west side. Hello. And um, wow, well, we got the the Dells this back. Ryan I'm Chambers back. on my east. Hello. And yeah, Will is sitting across the table from us. Sorry, not Will. Uh, what's your name again? <laughs> Luke. 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 Yeah, Luke. And of course, what's so wonderful about this pod, Luke, is uh, Ryan and I were uh, we were filming actually, weren't we, a music video? Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not wanting to sound professional at all but we're just doing a budget, low budget music thing for our yeah. band. Yeah. And um, we saw this foreign guy um, on the bus stop when we were getting the bus and he looked round at us and he actually started didn't he first he started yeah. talking to us first he, he approached us first yeah do you know what was really yeah. funny I got to say the first question he said to us was so you're new in China too <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> and, uh, which I thought was I don't know quite rude right <laughs> <laughs> I mean we obviously look like we've I think it's because I had my camera on me, so I looked like a tourist. Oh. Tell me that. Is that the reason you thought we looked like we'd just come to China, or it was just a. I'm not sure. I think it was just some way to open up open a conversation up a con- a nice because breaker. I hadn't seen an English person in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you hadn't I, seen a foreigner in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess, of course, we were there and he started a conversation, and yeah. I'm really glad he did because 
you were on some journey, weren't you, to a job interview, right? Yeah, I uh, I was on my way to a, a training session actually for a job and a, a job that I I accepted and I ended up going to the wrong location. So <laughs> I uh, the, the 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 lady that was was training me, she uh, she dropped me a location on my WeChat map, and then I. I made my way to that bus stop, and that's where I bumped into you guys, yeah. which was a saving grace, really, because I had no clue where I was going. I mean, not many people say we're saviors. Um, well, we were dead, that day. Walking dead pun for you there. <laughs> um, but we were that day, so we invited Luke into the taxi with us, didn't we? Yeah. I thought we were only going to drop him off kind of at the bus stop near to where we kind of turned to go our way, but we decided to take him all the way to where he was going. Pr- pretty much, yeah. But that's the good deeds that we were doing that day. And how late, <laughs> how late were you? I was 40, 45 minutes late. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Canadian kind of thing? Or? Yeah, only when Just... it snows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you had no one to help. No one got stuck in a snowdrift or anything like that on the way, no? Yeah, no. Just a couple of people staring at me and wondering what I was doing there, I think. Yeah. I'm not really entirely sure, to be that, that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> so, preface. We're in Juhai, of yep. course. You've literally, how long have you been in Juhai for? Right about now, 20, <laughs> let me check, uh, 25 days, exactly. Nice. 25 days, and I was saying to Will, you know, today, that we've met this lovely guy, he's just arrived, he's literally fresh off the boat, yep. and the questions he came out with in the taxi, yeah, Brilliant. do you know what I really liked about them, is that I could answer them? <laughs> <laughs> Made me feel intelligent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, after he stroked my ego, I, I suggested to the researchers that we might have a scoop. Yeah. And here we are. Right. So, it's so. great having you here. And for listeners, probably tell we're not actually in the studio today. We're outside uh, one of the joints I think we've promoted before, Commune. Yeah. Nice little kind of international looking bar. We're underneath the veranda. Um, where apparently in Canada you can't smoke because yep. it's seen as being still enclosed. Yeah, you can't do that now. Well, you can do that inside here as well, even though, <laughs> yeah. of course, the smoke is Even happening. if it's an open kitchen? Yes. <laughs> That's an open kitchen. <laughs> so here we are, and what we're going to do, very much, actually, not much structure, is you're going to fire away as a newbie with the plethora of questions which any newbie, I think, has going to a new country. So this one's, of course, China-based. So let's just get it hitting off and uh, you know we'll give you all different experiences. Will, how long have you been in China for? Uh, it'll be five years this September. So. Okay. Yeah. Del? Uh, nine years in February. Nine years and I still always say four. <laughs> the perpetual <laughs> say four. That's perpetual. Since the lucky number four. Yeah. 24. <laughs> yes. So I think I've been about nine years wow. as, as well. Um, but it, it goes mm. really quick. Mm. Uh, yeah, so just remember that. Um, so the stage is all yours fire off with your first question whack right. it out as I often say <laughs> <laughs> just miss your pizza well first of all I'd like to ask what has made you guys stay here this long I know that's a big question to answer but great question obviously if you've been here that long you really enjoy living here for me if I'm gonna go first um, it's kind of weird uh, China's become this new land of opportunity like it's really easy to live out the American dream here <laughs> uh, you'd <laughs> you know be I mean? sold on that <laughs> <laughs> right um, I, I, with all the friction and the pitfalls that there are here it's actually it's really quite easy to live well to earn money to save money and to get like to move up the social tiers in life like um, 
Yeah, yeah. We've paid off student loans, we've bought houses, and that's just us putting our nose to the grindstone and working. Right. That's been right. really good for us. Mm. So you get you get your bucks worth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you can't be you can't be silly about it. You can't go out and spend all your money on imported food or going to the bar at, like every night and stuff like that. You know, if if you if you've got a sort of um, not a frugal mindset, but just a just a more um, I wouldn't even call it entrepreneurial. Just if you're a hardworking person, like you can work hard and make money here. You can do well here. Yeah, and yeah. not you don't have to spend a lot of money here either. Like if you're good at what you're doing. Right? Obviously, that becomes easier the more you learn the language, because you're able to communicate with people more, you know, easier. And it's for me right now, it's I'm just in a land of confusion. Right? Mm. I don't understand the language, and that's the reception I get from most people. They say there's so much opportunity here. You know, the, it's a huge market. There's so much to be gained here. But for me right now, I just feel completely lost. And I, you know, I'd like to believe that, but right. from my experience so far. I uh, I'm just I'm just confused about. Uh, so full disclosure, I still really can't speak Chinese. <laughs> like I'm terrible. I can understand if somebody's talking to me, but the um, what's it Guangdong Hua whatever. Know, I, uh, yeah, it's really confusing to me because the sound. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's different means, yeah. to what I learned when I was in school. It's different than my what my wife speaks to her family. Like she's Chinese as well. So I find it really difficult around here. People speak very quickly in an accent that I don't understand, and it's not getting easier for me in that respect. I guess I do have um, my wife. She can she can help out in a lot of respects in that area, and um, that's been really helpful. But I know that it would be a lot easier if I did speak the language. Yeah. Have you had any actual training for speaking Mandarin? Obviously, Putong, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you've but, been to school for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Would you recommend going to school for it, or just learning through talking to people? I wish I did it in England. I think that totally depends on the person, because right. I tried to do classes in Beijing, <laughs> and this is when I was early, like when you just arrived, and I just couldn't do them, they were just talking and talking and yeah. talking at me, and I was like, forget this, yeah. and I kind of wanted, I wanted to leave China, I didn't want to you know, stay, I never planned on being here, um, and then I just started using Chinese pod and then talking to people on the street putting myself in real situations and for me that was the best way to learn yeah immersion yeah. right yeah, yeah. for immersion yeah. off the language thing a minute because the, the, the original question was why are we staying here which is an interesting one right. and language may be part of that answer yeah um, but, but, but going back to what Will was saying I, I often hear this a lot not just for you Will but a lot of people even I've said it a lot it's almost this subconscious rhetoric I think we just kind of psychologically say to ourselves to keep us here in a way and that is the word opportunity mm, yeah. opportunity what does that mean now I'm no uh, expert in Hanzo the Chinese characters but I've read and seen that apparently the Chinese character for opportunity actually has a, a double Deep meaning yeah. a double meaning it can either mean opportunity or it can either mean crisis depending on the context of the sentence that you have that character in I find that quite interesting, philosophically speaking. What is an opportunity? Because if you're in a place where there is a lot of stuff not going right, and it is a crisis, yeah. then there still is opportunity, depending on your mindset. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a massive one as well, being in China as well. You've got to have the right, I think, mindset to succeed here. Mm -hmm. And I think you can come as a newbie in here. We all come in with different mindsets. My mindset is, after so many years here, is I think I know a lot less than I did know before. And I actually think by stating that honestly, I think I probably have learned something, not just about China, but I think life as a whole, yeah? 
because the more you know the more you don't know that's what I kind of that's my would be my take on that but um opportunity blown my mind <laughs> you know less than it's really too <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that one how many beers have I had um, <laughs> but, but Will so that's interesting that that was the main thing I took from what you said while you've been here mm. my ones are going to be look we were talking about this the other day a lot more practical right, so I stayed here and I, and I am still staying here because basically I've, I've had three kids yeah. just right. had another one all born in, in Juhai um and they, you know, I think it's a great place to, to start family. Juhai, and this isn't China as a whole, but it's probably not a great place to be running or starting a, a, a business in, in a sense where you might be able to gain a lot of traction early on. Mm. I think generally you need to be in a bigger city for that. Um, and I think that applies in a lot of countries, but most definitely in a developing country like China. Mm. Yeah, you want to be with talent and networks. It's all about networks, right? We don't do anything and we don't succeed in the world without other people. And no one ever has. Even Richard Branson and Jack Lamar. Um, but that's beside the point. The yeah. second reason is, um, that's my main one. If I didn't have the kids, my wife and I often say we'd have left. Because it's right. quite boring here. And, you know, as, as, as a couple, I would probably have gone to a bigger city. And, you know, the world's massive. Yeah, we're lucky enough to be able to explore the world. Not poo-pooing you, of course, Ryan, at all. That is still, still here <laughs> without kids. And... Uh, and there you go. And then the, third, <laughs> the third one, the second one is Taobao. Taobao. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, Taobao, the shopping site. I'd really miss that. Yeah. I, I, I tried to access that when I was back in the UK. It's like, computer says nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I often wondered about that if you could use Taobao. There you yeah, go. You can't. Listeners, if you're going back to away from China, you can't use Taobao. Can you use Baopao? Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Never, I haven't been back to England since that's been out. Do you even know what Taobao is, Luke? I do, actually. Okay. And it's interesting that you say that because I got my brother to download. He's in the UK right now, actually. I got him After to download trading. Taobao. Mm. And I was going to try and work something out there. But he, uh, for some reason, it won't let him access yeah. it. Yeah. So. Right. Well, it would put eBay to ruin, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think Because yeah. that's where eBay gets a lot of their products. Yeah, exactly. People get it and then... Yeah, that's, yeah right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, the Western the Western version of that would be AliExpress. Yeah. So right. Alibaba, but Same the company of Ali. thing is AliExpress. So that you can get overseas. And it's still, like, cheap, cheap, cheap. Is it yeah. even with shipping, yeah? Yeah. But well... Ba- yeah, that's what... Shipping that, is the dodge. Yeah, that's yeah. what dodges it. But there's a bow power, isn't it, Ryan, that you use? Could yeah. you explain that? What's the... Yeah, it's just like an agent between foreigners and Taobao, um, and then you just you can basically go onto Taobao, copy the link, paste it into Baopals, and then you know for a little bit extra of the cost, maybe yeah. like eight, nine, ten percent, you can get the same product. So it's basically an English interface piggybacked onto the Taobao system. Right. So you can deal in English with people. If you've got mm-hmm. questions for the sellers, the merchants, yeah. they'll do it for you. And they put a bit on top for that. Yeah. And the good thing is, like you said, if they need they're, to They're return, like an insurance policy as well, mm-hmm. in a way. I've had some problems. Yeah. And they, they refunded me totally. Yeah. yeah. You ordered some, like, um, lingerie and stuff. I knew, I knew he was going to say sex. <laughs> I didn't say sex toys. I said lingerie. Why, why would I wear lingerie? For your, girl, your wife. Oh, you've well, got a wedding true. coming up. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Always learning internet. And then the third thing is um, IE. Now, an IE is your, what would you call a nanny? Um, you know, nanny when you've got three kids, a maid, yeah. having someone that, you know, if you're working, full time workers, someone to pick the kids up from school while you're away and look after the baby while we're working. Grab the shopping. Grab, yeah. yeah, we haven't got her into that yet. Sometimes they do that. 
I mean, obviously you can do yeah, it, but it's way now. more affordable here. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. Like, that's you, my, how many my... have you got? You got about eight eyes. That you know, that's when I went there the other day. <laughs> eight, one eight, for eight the food, kids. one for the clean. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I wonder why I got no money on the table. <laughs> so you've all come here for different reasons, but oh, yeah. you would all agree that your quality of life is is very really good. Yeah. Is it substantially better than where you all came from? I know you're from New Zealand. Right. You're from England. You're from England. Yeah. So would you say that the quality of life is better here than I, where you come from? I would say QOL is definitely better. I mean, I have no plans on going back to the UK. No, no not for a while anyway, because yeah. I'm very happy with quality of life here. So, yeah. Opportunity, though, going back to that. Why did we come in the first place? I mean, I think that word is. Well, I just well, I was traveling first. So. It's interesting that you it's say, uh, you know. How you're saying Juhai isn't a, a great place to get your your footing in with the business because it's a, such a small city. But you know where I come from, we don't have many big cities, right? I'm from Canada, so my my uh, my city that I grew up in, I think at the time when when I was born, it only had about 150,000 people, and then by the time I was in my early late 20s, it was you know 400,000 something like that. Then I moved to Calgary which is yeah. 1.3 million. Yeah. So it's kind of like too high, right? And I found better opportunity in my in, in Calgary than I did in my hometown, obviously because it's a really small town, right? Yeah. So when you said, you know, there's not much opportunity here in comparison to a bigger city in China, yeah. for me, it's uh, it seems like it would be a good jumping off point, you know? You're, and you're right, and I think, again, it, let's take the language side of things as well. I just find in a bigger city in China, there's more like the network again is bigger and when I say bigger I mean also more trusting as well I mean when you're trying to do stuff in China and you just set up a business there's lots of different systems you need to set up if you want to grow a business you can't do it by yourself yeah. you need to have reliable systems in place are those systems going to be more reliable effective and efficient and long-lasting in a bigger city where there's probably more talent and more history of that being there than in say in a smaller place 1.5 million in China is still yeah. a village yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. It's a big, it's a different mentality here. I've seen it working in Shenzhen and Zhuhai, the, the the way workers are and how you know how they understand your communication, um, how how they respond to training and things like this. It's, I find it very different. That's just from my. This is also yeah. one of the most fast developing cities in China as well. Yeah. They really work on it and you can tell. And they're opening up that bridge between yeah. Hong Kong and here soon. That's going to... Shenzhen, Shenzhen 20 years ago was... It was nothing. Probably like this. Yeah. L lower than less this. Than. Yeah, less yeah. than this. So. Yeah, Shenzhen is... Yeah, well, well, it's, yeah. well, it is the fastest growing city in China apparently. Yeah. Um, but Zhuhai for sure is massive. Massively dynamic. Maybe in 10 years it'll be a completely different place. So about you, Ryan, what, what's your reason for staying here so long? Um, well, I just came out to do an internship four and a half months and then just... Uh, there's no real reason to it, I just... I didn't like it at first, uh, I was in Beijing, and then as time went on I was learning a bit of language, I just decided to stay and, you know, that's just... I just enjoy, just enjoy living in China and the quality of life is better, much better now down here than I was in Beijing. Mm. Coming here was what really made me stay. What was yeah. the main reason for that? Yeah. To come in, yeah, well, to do yeah, staying. This is, I like the weather yeah, and I like the, the location because I, I like scuba diving so I can travel really easily nice. to 
Philippines or whatever around here. Yeah, you like you like diving, don't you? Mm. That's, and that's that's another thing. Great location, mm. you know, being here. It's much like being in the UK. The UK right. is on the doorstep to right. Europe, whereas exactly, Dubai yeah. is on the doorstep to Southeast Asia. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And you have your sleazy jets and your sorry easy jets <laughs> and your Ryan unfair Ryanairs, um, <laughs> and you have your your Air Asias and things like yeah. that. Mm. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's so your that's my, yeah. yeah. Eight wives later, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Number <laughs> nearly, nine, nearly. Yeah. <laughs> that's where Man. Canada falls behind. Uh, you know, we're only recently starting to get low cost uh, airline carriers. Now it's yeah, right. Up until now, you know, a flight between Toronto and Calgary would run you for about eight hundred dollars a round trip. So it makes it hard to travel within the country and the, the prices on everything are so inflated yeah. even in comparison to the UK or, or the USA in the, in, in the UK you can go out for a night on the town you know depending on where you are obviously not London but yeah. you know, like Manchester <laughs> right where my family's from you know and you can go out and you know for 40 pound you can still have a good night out which is amazing actually really yeah. but uh in Canada, fucking not buying drinks for anyone then. I find it amazing what you you know the the local purchasing power with the pound there. It's like the Canadian dollar. It's and you go out to a bar or a pub and like it's just ridiculous. By the end of the night, for you're three hundred dollars. In in where? Any city really right. in Canada. You know, it's uh, really expensive, especially Toronto. Toronto. It's the same in New Zealand. Very expensive. Yeah. Very very expensive. They go bankrupt in the night going out. You yeah. Know? A hotel on the weekend is going to cost you know two three hundred dollars for one night. Well, thank God it snows and you can't get out of your house most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. God always has its way, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so let's flip on. That's that's a that's a, a good question there um, about why we're here and why we don't want to leave. So what's next up? What's what's been on your mind as a as a newbie? Um, I've just been wondering how, uh, you know, what's the reception with foreigners here? How do the Chinese people view foreigners? And I know obviously that's, you know, a hard question to answer, but how do you guys mm. feel over be being here over many years? You know, how, how is the, uh, how is the reception to you guys? You know, do people, do people like having you here or is there some kind of negative, you know, feedback about having foreigners in the country? Because I know China's... You know, it only really started opening up over the last 20 years, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah, foreigners yeah. are new here, and you can tell just by walking around, you know, people stare at you a lot. So, mm. there's obviously a lot of people probably from, you know, other regions of China that don't see foreigners that much. But I was up in Yiwu last, this past month, and I noticed there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, Arabs and Africans, and same in Guangzhou, mm. which was surprising, to be honest, because... You know, my I kind of had this this you know pre preconceived notion that you know China was basically China. I never thought I would see this many foreigners here. Oh, yeah, yeah I, it never crossed my mind. I always just thought China was still like you know we're Chinese. Very raw. Yeah. So that that was like a really big surprise for me when I got here. I mean, Guangzhou, for example, historically China has a huge history. Has always um, traded. Uh, with various races around the world so that in a way there is no surprise that that's still very much the case um, we were talking about this today on the most fight weren't we mm -hmm. about this yeah. um, interesting and the word you said preconceived preconceptions mm, yeah I think that's a good one to start on here yeah. so preconceptions of a foreigner um, what could they be I mean a preconception of a Chinese person say in England is oh um, uh, they own a Chinese fast food restaurant down the street yeah. that's a preconception yeah. it's totally wrong mm -hmm. but it's a preconception I would say I mean from history here 
the last 100 years, you know, foreign, uh, foreign invitation and experiences of foreigners hasn't been, I would say, that healthy yeah. or positive. Right. So what's going to be the preconception in the, in the people? Probably be wary, yeah, I think, um, of what they bring in a trading sense or um, what they're here for. And I was saying to Will today, you know, sometimes some of the looks, even after eight, nine years sometimes, uh, that I, it, I almost feel like, you know, like I'm being seen as like, well, what's he up to? Or um, Now, if I was a criminal, maybe I'd have that kind of psychology. I don't know, but I don't. But I get that feeling. I might be totally wrong, but I think there's something in it. Um, to be wary of, uh, of the outsiders. Um, it's completely mixed. It is completely mixed at the end of the day. Yeah. Some people are really happy to see you. Yeah. You, know, you know, they want to. I was in Beijing the other dark day and I went to a shop and the guy was so happy to see me. I'm like, in Beijing? And he was like, touching my hand, shaking my head. Oh, welcome to China. I'm like, been here for nine years. <laughs> and then you, you, you come here and then some other people do get some looks, like Chris was saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's really mixed. And, yeah. The old, yeah, the old granny's face when you walk past, in, in, say, on a street in China, some of them can look really like angry and screwed up. Could be just because of the weather and working hard, right? Suns in your eyes. But then suns in your eyes. But then suddenly you'll say ni hao, and the most gorgeous-looking yeah. face and smile will come back at you. So again, is is it my preconception that that's their preconception? Right. Well, their preconception is probably that all foreigners can't speak Chinese. So when you yeah. do say something to them, it really shows yeah. a lot of respect that yeah. you're in their country. Even if it's minuscule, right? Even just if it's just something minuscule. small, if like you say ni hao, some people will be like. The Chinese are so good. Like, <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. as taking a cigarette from someone, isn't it? Like you were saying yeah. earlier, it's seen yeah, as polite, polite. What do you think on this, Will? Oh man, it's it's hard for me. I, I have my really good days and my really dark days here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's the day, by the way? Is it a today's a good day? <laughs> <laughs> not too overcast. No, it's not over yet. But, yeah, yeah. So I. What, we just recently went back to New Zealand for a bit of a trip, uh, for a bit of a trip, and when I came back, I always find it really hard to recondition myself to the noise, the heat, yeah. the amount of people, and the stairs. Getting off the boat at George Ogung, it's like yeah, yeah it's, a, yeah, it's I like agree about, a big I agree about the noise. The noise is for me is Ugh. I'm finding it hard to get my head around. Like yeah. again, I'm from Canada, right? And he's right. from New Zealand. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's so much noise. My my girlfriend's family, it's just they're so loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just so used to sitting on my couch quiet, and you know, me and my brother, like we're living together for the sure, past yeah. five years, and. We didn't even talk to each other half the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. We just sit there and read our phones or read a book or watch TV. But for yeah. them, it's like, it's nonstop. Yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah. I, they never stop talking, you know. So, kids don't go to bed till like 11 o'clock at oh, night. No. It drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> if you live in an apartment, it's doof, doof, doof. And then, of course, the uh, the daily, the evening pianist comes out, don't they? The, yeah. the child playing, <laughs> oh, MacDonald, and wow. a <laughs> 50 times over and they yeah, might go on to twinkle twinkle little yeah. star <laughs> I really like that people do exercise in the streets at night time though that's really cool like they're like yeah, little squares the little and they, okay, or they're like yeah. dancing or whatever they do you gotta, you gotta oh, hold yeah. that yeah the gotta dancing. keep the people happy yeah. yeah you wouldn't have that in Canada or because the weather that's the problem everyone goes <laughs> yeah. to the pubs and gets drunk because it's yeah. warm there right? pretty much yeah that's also like do. the way that we um, I, I think New Zealand is really similar to Canada in a lot of ways both being ex-commonwealth countries but like you go out in public you don't you don't dance in public no like, yeah that's kind of that's like it's you do that when you're drunk do that. like karaoke weird. as well 
Like, no, that just you're making just like, me sweat just, just like, saying the just word. Like, like embarrassing, right? Yeah, right? Like, in, like there's some embarrassment attached to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, people can go to karaoke and just not drink, you know. They just go there and sing. And no, I was really I nervous. I was yeah. like, wait, wait, where's the beer? Yeah. Like, you all, have, mic? you all have to be drunk with me in order for me to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, work a bit of Phil Collins out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting you touched on that because you've got quite a, I would say, quite a, a shy, reserved culture for most Chinese. They're not direct in your face, they don't come across as too hyper confident. You know, like mm. you would probably say, a lot of international. Um, right, yeah. I'm not going to go into countries. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but then you put them in a karaoke room, and just something changes. It's a release, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. a release. But they yes. love to. That's their place. Yeah. yeah, it's like you and me on a Sunday night stand. We just turn into <laughs> machines. Speak for yourself, artist. Okay, so wrapping that back round. So, if you, what, did you kind of stay on the fence for that answer? You. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still getting used to it. Like, I'm a very quiet person normally. Like, I go out to socialize with people every once in a while, but then I'm back in my house, quiet, like no music, no nothing. The Chinese just... perceptions in terms of oh, yeah? Where would you leave us right. on that? Um, I st- yeah, like I was saying, I still struggle because like the, the the looks that you get, you don't know how to interpret them. Yeah. Um, so it's very difficult. Like. Like mm. old people will just mad dog you all the way up and just like almost touch your shoulder yeah. and walk past, or they'll spit right next to your foot, mm. and <laughs> you have no idea how to take that. Like that's like, hard to get your head on, man. Like <laughs> it depends what mood you're in as well that yeah. day to so how oh, you can yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like the politeness here is very different to what we would consider polite. Polite here seems to be not saying thank you. It seems to be yeah, letting just somebody not. just do whatever they want. Yeah. For us, politeness is like open you always doors, say please and thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you definitely open doors. You will wait oh, for like yeah. oh, this is England too. You wait for like five minutes for yeah. that person yeah. to walk through. There you go. <laughs> Especially in the winter time, you're like, come on, buddy, get in the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you got an elevator or a lift in your building? Yeah, I've got one. Oh, so, yeah. what usually happens to you? Do people come out first, or people let you in? Uh, I actually have the my girlfriend. She gave me the key card to the building, so yeah. I can scan in and then yeah, just get in the elevator. Because oh, he hasn't, pe- he hasn't seen it. Oh, yet, you haven't then. experienced yeah. that. What? Because just people wait. will get in the elevator before you get out, and it's really frustrating. Oh, don't, don't ruin it, Finn. That's a wonderful uh, segue, yeah. if we can say it. Because on, on the answer of that, Ryan, I think Ryan was I summed up really well. It's, it depends on the people. I think everyone yeah. is different. Yeah. And I think any foreigner coming to a foreign land like China has to remember that how you perceive something. It's yes. the way you would perceive it through your eyes yeah. and yeah. not what maybe someone on the ground from the place would perceive it as. And I'm sure they have, well, I know they have their manners yes. in their own ways that yes. we don't perceive. Yeah. Um, like offering a cigarette. Mm. I, I mean that in the most comical yeah. way. I, you know. Or offering dog <laughs> or offering, at a meal. Yeah. yeah. That hasn't happened so, yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, or donkeys. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Luke. How how did you get to China? Obviously on a plane, but what was the reason? No, let's start there. <laughs> What's the reason? This is brilliant as well. Right. Of, of why you're in Zhuhai and where you're staying. Well, I I met a girl online a long time ago, like 12 nice. years ago, and we talked and we talked and we talked for a long, long time. And you did a lot of talking in 12 years. Yeah, we did. You know, we had like entire different lives while we were talking, right? Yeah. Like she met people i met people but for for some reason over the years we kept talking i don't i don't really know why like it's weird friends. it's like the longest pen friends yeah. in yeah. history right <laughs> and uh we finally met in the uk back in february just oh, this past yeah. february and uh 
we hit it off really well. And uh, she, uh, I came to China back in April. I got my visa and I came over and I saw her here. And uh, you know, I went back to Canada and I thought to myself, you know, I really got something good here. You know, I really do. And uh, I thought, am I going to stay here or am I going to go there? I mean, she did, she doesn't want to come to Canada. She doesn't want to come to the UK. She could be in any country with me, really, right? Right. So, uh, and I, and she's got she's got a really good family here, and she she's really caring about her family. So I decided, you know what? Right now, I was living in a different part of the country from where I was born. You know, I don't see my family very often. I see my family once every year or two, something like that, right? So I just decided, I was living with my brother at the time, and I told him, I said, you know, we've had a pretty good run here in Calgary, but I want to go be with my girlfriend because it's worth it. It just was. To me, it made sense. It's like, there's no other option. So I jumped back on a plane and came over here, and uh, that's why I'm here now. And yeah. <laughs> You know, and why you're still here? And why I'm still here? And to be honest, up until this point now, it's been frustrating. And uh, like I said, what we were just saying, I'm a really quiet person, and this is a really noisy country yeah. for me, even for me. Right? And, you know, um, so I'm struggling um, with it, and you know, I'm trying to find a work opportunity. Yeah. You were a landscaper before, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Me and my brother were self-employed in Calgary for the past few years. And uh, so that's all I've really known for the last little while. And uh, so this is a completely different thing for me. Obviously, if I'm going to stay here, I'm probably going to end up teaching English, yeah. right? which a lot of foreigners do to start, right? Until they... Yeah, you're quite, you're quite good at it. Until they, fi <laughs> until they figure out another path. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. But uh, yeah, it's... I, you know, even last week I thought about turning tail, jumping on an airplane and going back to the UK because I'm actually half English too. Yeah. So where were you in England? Sorry, I want to get some gossip yeah. here. Let's go deeper. Where were you in England then when you met your 12-year pen pal? Well, I actually, I landed in London. Yeah. And I, because uh, I booked the cheapest flight naturally because yeah. it's Canada, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I jumped on a, on a train from London, you know, and I went up to Manchester and I met her at Piccadilly Station there. Wow. And uh, from there, we just stayed in a hostel. And then the next morning, my uh, we went to see my family. And then from there, we just kind of did some touring around. We went to York and we went okay. to, uh, well, no, we went to York. Oh, here's, here's, here's something crazy that's going to make you guys think, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> so before I went to England to meet her, she told me that she might have to return to China because her, her cousin was having a wedding, right? So, Why was she coming to England in the first place? To meet you? No, she was on business. And it, so she said she was going to the UK for business, so I figured, you know what, I'm going to go now. The first time in England? No, it was her second time. All right, okay. So I don't, I don't even know why it took so many years to meet. It was just, like I said, we were like pen pals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, yeah. I don't know, it's just weird. Anyway, so I, uh, so I got over there and we spent like seven days together, like, you know, like a week. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to go back to China, right? As you did. Yeah. And she... Uh, so I'm like thinking here thinking, okay, I still, like I only booked my flight for the UK for, I don't know, it was like 20 days, something like that. So I had all this spare time, right? It's like, what do I do? So, all right, I'm going to go up to Edinburgh because I've never been there. Yeah. Fabulous city, by the way. Yeah. I love it. I would consider living there. But uh, I'm rolling into Edinburgh on the bus and she messages me, just landed in Hong Kong. And she's like, I miss you so much. She's like, I'm coming back. 
<laughs> she booked a flight nice. and turned right around and came back to the UK to be with really? me for an extra week. Yeah, seriously. So oh, now that see, action speaks louder. Yeah, than exactly, that, right. Especially. So that's what I was saying earlier when I when I when I came over here the first time. I thought, you know, I've got something so great going here, right? And uh, I mean, obviously, being with her and then being in China is a whole new experience. I get to. I wouldn't say learn your language, I'm going to try, <laughs> but I got that opportunity, you know, there's opportunities for me to, you know, expand my horizons and start, start another business, and uh, yeah, that's basically why I'm here, so well, it it's not Amazing. like, you know, I didn't come over here looking for work or anything like that, right, I just kind of packed in my whole life and said, ah, let's go, right, yeah. and my brother made his way over to the UK, so we're thinking, you know, maybe we get some kind of business, some kind of exporting stuff going between here and there, I don't know. Okay, so your girlfriend, when she left England to come back the second time to Hong Kong, you went back to Canada. Yeah. And how long was that for before you came here? Uh, so I landed back in Canada, that was in February, about February 23rd, okay, something like that. And then I, uh, right away I made plans to come over here, so I, okay. went, I went and got my visa and I came over in April. So does she not like England? Uh, oh, she loves England. She thinks England's a beautiful country, but she just, she's got a really good life here. She loves her life here. She's got a great family, and I, I can see that with the way she is with her family. She's, uh, she's a very busy woman, very, very busy. She's, she's traveling around China right now. So uh, she's got adventure, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think one of the reasons I moved here back in the day was my business was three four years I was just getting bored and I was in the same place and same I did wasn't having any adventure in the course of it you want adventure then go over somewhere in the other side of the world yeah? <laughs> they don't speak your language yeah, and yeah. you know everything's the opposite right yeah so um, yeah a wonderful story if you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved either by asking a question expressing your opinion good or bad light or dark or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you.